This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello and welcome to another installment of the SEO Mindset Podcast, your go-to weekly podcast that is aimed at those in the SEO industry who are wanting to work on personal and career development, taking actionable tips, advice, methodologies, methodologies, or however you say that word, to basically help you get better. We have recently come up with a new tagline for the podcast, which is optimize your SEO career. So yes, that's what we're hoping to do with this podcast. I'm very excited because I have a wonderful, wonderful guest joining me. Normally you will hear Tasman Solomon's voice as she's the other co-host, but yes, instead of Tasman. We have Christy this week. After working in the corporate SEO industry for a few years, Christy Plantinga decided to follow her entrepreneurial spirit and passion for mental health and wellness by founding Therapy SEO, an SEO consultancy and agency for therapists and coaches. When she's not doing SEO, content marketing or email marketing, Christy can be found sipping homemade dirty chai and snuggling her rescue terrier Winston. Hello Christy. Hi so happy to be here. Very happy that you are joining me on this week's podcast and this isn't the first time that we've spoken on a podcast is it? (laughs) No it is it is not but I'm so excited about your podcast just because I think the mindset um, towards career development in the SEO industry is definitely lacking. I think it's mostly just technical talk. So it's nice to get to more of the, uh, yeah, I think just the other side of career development, optimizing <laughs> your SEO career with, yeah, mindset. and Definitely, definitely. I just want to ask, what is a dirty chai? A dirty chai is a chai latte with um, espresso in it. So for uh, you know, intense uh, caffeine addicts like myself. <laughs> you get a you get a couple different forms of caffeine, and honestly, it just tastes so good. I mean, I'm all for it. I am also a caffeine addict, oh, so um, <laughs> I was just as I was reading that out, I was like, I've got to ask what a dirty chai is. Um, I didn't <laughs> I didn't know whether alcohol was being added. So that could also make it a little bit. Um, hey, who knows? <laughs> Right. I suppose uh, I've introduced yourself, but I haven't introduced what we are talking about. Um, And this is a very important topic um, because it's one that comes up a lot, I think, 
um, especially in um, the sort of SEO industry because of the nature of this industry and how we're all sort of self-taught um, kind of individuals. But it's about imposter syndrome. Um, so yes, very excited to be talking about this with you today because I know you're quite passionate about this topic as well. Yeah, probably because I've <laughs> experienced it so much. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like you're just forced to deal with it and figure it out. So <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And um, with that in mind, hopefully those that do suffer with imposter syndrome or feel like they have imposter syndrome can take away some advice actionable tips and I suppose the main thing is that you're not alone like lots of people have this isn't it um so so yeah so first things first how would you explain what imposter syndrome is yeah so I think very simply it is self-doubt in either old or new situations. And it can be imagined, you know, maybe you've done this a bunch of times, you're still facing imposter syndrome, or maybe it's new, like it's an entirely new situation. You don't have this really hard evidence that you can maybe pull off (laughs) what you're trying to do, but you know you have the internal resources and ability to figure something out and the confidence to actually get it done. But I think when we're actually finally in a situation where we really do kind of feel like imposters, um, it basically gets into that syndrome of self-doubt, even though you have evidence that you can, you've always, you know, completed what you've done. Um, So it can be real in some ways uh, or just imagined too. Yes, definitely. And I think um, because of the nature of this podcast, what would be really cool is if we'd be a bit transparent. I mean, I will put my hands up and say that I have and still do sort of suffer with this imposter syndrome. Is it something that you sort of battle with as well? Yeah, I mean, obviously a lot of personal experience. um, But I think anyone who is ambitious is going to run into this. And it's almost kind of a sign you're on the right track. Um, I'm just the kind of person where I I do seek out challenges. Um, And I think most people who are more ambitious, you know, you're going to always push yourself and you really can't have a lot of reward in your career or personal life or business if you don't put yourself in new situations, no risk, no reward. Um, so I feel like it's something I struggle with weekly, almost in different levels of intensity, but I think any time I take on something new and having your own business, you're always <laughs> figuring out new things. Um, it just comes up a lot. So, and I, you're so right. I think in the SEO world, it is so common because we're all, we're just kind of thrown into it. Like mm. I remember I was asked to do a content audit. They're like, Oh, you like content, do a content audit. And I was like, absolutely would love to do that on the inside. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that means. I've never <laughs> done that before. So I literally just found a Moz article of like how to do a content audit. I made a little Google sheet and I just kind of figured it out, but especially to grow in your SEO career, you have to be willing to take that risk and trust yourself. I can figure this out. If other people can do it, I can figure this out. Yes, definitely. And I suppose once you get over that imposter syndrome, um, because because it's hard, isn't it? Because I just, I feel like there's always something new. You've got um, Google who is constantly updating the algorithm. 
they're constantly shifting sort of goalposts and I get it like they are so Google's on a mission to make sure user experience is the best that it can be and that they're making sure that the best quality good content is being found and I get that they have to update their algorithms but that is a bit daunting for us in the SEO industry Um, because if I think about I don't know like how much has changed in the last just five years mm-hmm. it is it is hard isn't it and then that's when these doubts the feeling of imposter syndrome sort of creeps in yeah I think it's just and I think most marketing is like this we always just have to stay on top of it it's really not a career where you can kind of check out <laughs> um you know not to say that anyone you know wants to do that in career whatever like everyone works for different purposes but marketing digital marketing really isn't one of those careers where you can ever just assume that you know everything or even that if you have a strategy that works now, it might not work in a few years. Um, so you're really forced to you know, stay on your toes a little bit, which again, if you're someone who seeks out challenge, it's a great career, right? But I don't think that the bravery that's almost required of you know, a career in SEO and digital marketing, it might not be for everyone because we can't mm. slack off, you know? Yeah, and I suppose if you are deciding SEO is the career for you and you and you want to continue or develop, I think you, you've got to be comfortable with the unknown, don't you? Um, and it's only an unknown until you read about it and research. And I suppose lots of people are in SEO or they do a career in SEO because they love it um and I suppose one element of it is that of the community um so yes it's daunting and it's hard to keep on top of everything um but I always like to remind myself that there is a really strong good community there so mm-hmm. we're both part of the women in tech SEO community and people are asking questions all the time on there mm-hmm. um also on Twitter you've got your safe spaces haven't you so obviously women in tech SEO is a very safe space no question is silly everyone's really supportive um but do you think like I don't know Twitter trolls and <laughs> uh, <laughs> people like that can play a part in imposter syndrome Yeah, unfortunately, yes, I do think there's a little bit of a, um, I think there's not, there's definitely some gatekeeping, um, I think in SEO, um, unfortunately, and you can find those safe spaces where there is no stupid question. Um, But I do think some, you know, people or companies, I do think they, you know, because they want to know it all, they're the ones that get all the publicity um, it is hard to kind of tweet something, you know, when you're really not sure it's going to be received. And I think especially as a woman, you're scared to voice an opinion on something because you know, like, you know, if you get enough exposure on that tweet, someone's going to have something to say and they're going to make you feel stupid. And it's just, you know, there's what's, you know, I think everyone at different points in their career has very valid things to contribute to SEO, even the brand new, you know, Mm. like they started SEO a couple months ago. I think they have valid, important things to say about SEO because sometimes that new perspective is really important. You know, like when it is an industry that's constantly changing, I think everyone at different stages has something important to say and everyone should be humble enough to 
listen. Yes, because everyone's got, I'm just thinking, um, there's always different angles, isn't there, to look at something. Um, so, and we all have different strengths in different areas. Even if you are new, your experience and your viewpoint is just as valid as someone who's had, I don't know, like 20 years in the industry. Like all, all experience is valid, I suppose. And it's all about sharing experience. And also SEO is not a one size fits all, is it? Um, and again, another thing that feeds into imposter syndrome, because um, there's no sort of holy, like, this is this is your how-to guide and you will win at Google. I wish there was that. Uh, but you've also got Google not telling us the whole, like giving us the whole picture of how they work either, isn't it? Um, I feel like this is a good ranting session for me. No, I'm feeling good. It's, I feel like I'm getting some stuff off my, off my chest yeah. a little bit over here. So yeah, I agree. If only I had a dirty chai as well. I'm telling you, it just if I was like... <laughs> hyped on caffeine right now too who knows what I would say who knows so when did you realize that um this feeling what had a label how did you how did you come across imposter syndrome or how did you even know it was it was a thing yeah so I think it really all boils down to that self-doubt and I've just always asked myself why not me um, you know, if I see other people doing it, like when I was working at my um, old job, I just saw what was happening. I was like, why can't I do this? You know, and honestly, I think a lot of people would consider me a bad SEO for only having a few years in the SEO industry and then just deciding to start my own consultancy and agency. I'm sure that that gatekeeping would come into play a little bit. So I had to go into it with kind of I think some people maybe call it audacity, I guess, you know, who do you think you are to go into something, you know, with only a few years of experience, this is something that you have to build up to, you have to, you know, earn your stripes and prove yourself and all this stuff. So I think right away, I just knew objectively, almost that it's like, you should have imposter syndrome, you know, like you should be doubting yourself because it's too soon. Um, Yeah, does that make sense? It does, but it's sad, isn't it? It's sad, like, we should be, those who are, um, who are new to SEO and they want to do their own agency or um, be self-employed, we should, people should be supportive of that. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know whether it's something of society that, um, I don't know, like, that sort of area is only open to, like, really experienced people people and I don't know I just as you were saying that I was like that's so sad that that you felt that you should have these feelings of imposter syndrome do you know what I mean like yeah and I think um I heard this from Brene Brown the other day I always have to quote some Brene Brown um (laughs) he said something about the emotion of resentment um we think it's from anger or frustration but the root of it is actually envy um So I think that does bring up some things too. I think if you run into a little bit of resentment from people, you also kind of know that you, you know, quote unquote, should be feeling um, imposter syndrome just because you were brave enough to take the step. And it's, it's kind of one of those things where you take the brave step, but your leg is like shaking, (laughs) your body's shaking, you know, as you take that, that step. So I think anyone who's dealing with imposter syndrome, deep, deep down knows they can do it. 
they know it you know I think it's quite ironic as well because I think imposter syndrome can grow so the more experience that you get in SEO and the the more jobs that you take or um the career progression that you take so I'm feeling I'm thinking back to my own experiences and every time that I got a promotion or I've stepped up a level that there's another reason to feel imposter syndrome do you know what I mean because like you're taking on more responsibilities or uh, you've got team members who are feeding into you or you've got this sense of responsibility um and I think I think sometimes it's it's about it is only marketing at the end of the day like we're not not downplaying like because obviously it's very important what we do and um I love the SEO industry but what's the worst that could happen a website goes down and (laughs) yes oh my gosh like yeah like I I bet you me just saying that there are a few people sweating but (laughs) do you know what I mean there's not I think it's about thinking okay what is the worst that could happen and then working back from that maybe Yes. Yeah. I actually have that as one of my main kind of coping mechanisms when I run into this is just staring down what's the worst that could happen. And most of the time, the worst thing that could happen isn't even really that bad. You know, I think early on our careers, the stakes are lower. Like you said, with someone who's been in the SEO industry, the stakes are a little bit higher, but still what's the worst that could happen? It's probably not that bad. And then if you come up with a plan, you know, okay, if the worst thing happens, that's what I do. And I also know that I will figure it out. I trust myself to figure that out. It does help ease quite a bit of the anxiety that comes with imposter syndrome in my experience. And you can learn as well, can't you? So anything anything that goes wrong, because things do go wrong. Um, there's human error, there's technical issues, there's... Google go I mean Google they have to apologize don't they like um, I think just recently they had an issue with Google search console where loads of people lost a load of data Mm. (laughs) do you know what I mean like everyone makes mistakes and I suppose I suppose it's about if that does happen taking it and being like yes sorry but then learning from that and having having a solution um maybe uh, because yeah I think there's no way to avoid things going wrong ultimately but just being prepared yeah and I think many people you know who are interested in imposter syndrome have experienced it are likely more of the kind of people-pleasing perfectionist um, maybe just tendency to have anxiety as well um so I think sometimes it's really important for me to just just internalize, chill out. <laughs> like, it'll be fine, you know, and I've actually been starting to do this thing where I have bad employee days. Um, I feel like sometimes I just, <laughs> I like tire myself out <laughs> with imposter syndrome. So I give myself days where I can be, you know, quote unquote, a bad employee And my fine good enough is, you know, probably still really good just because of, you know, like me and whoever is listening to this podcast has that perfectionist um, tendency. So allowing myself to be the bad employee and be like, what would the bad employee be like at meetings? Would they really respond that well to emails? Maybe they take a nap in the middle of the day. You know, it's just like, let yourself be the bad employee, totally take the pressure off and also see that wow, nothing happened. 
you know, and if someone did really notice it, find a new place to work. <laughs> like if you're critiqued for one day of being, you know, so, so of an employee, find a new place to work anyways, because everyone has off days. Exactly. And that, and that's it, isn't it? Like you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. Like, um, there's times where I feel like, oh my gosh, I've had such a productive day at work. I've done this, I've done that. Um, and I'm, I love a to-do list that I physically <laughs> tick because then you can see, oh my gosh, like that's all the stuff that I've done. But there's other days where you just can't get your brain into gear or you can't get your head around stuff, but that's okay because we're not superhuman. We're not machines. Okay. To, um, sort of, Time is going very fast, Christy. We haven't got that much time left. You'll be surprised. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what I think would be really good is to sort of give our listeners um, five-ish, if you've got five, actionable tips that they can start doing today or after they've listened to this podcast that will help <laughs> them deal with their imposter syndrome, starting with number one. So I think we've touched on a few of them that I share but I think the first one, I'm just going to say again, chill out. <laughs> just chill. <laughs> I need I need to remind myself of this all the time. It seems so basic, but it's just, it'll be fine. It'll be totally fine. Nothing's going to happen. You know, worst thing, you know, a website is down for 10 minutes or something. You know, we're fine. Um, I do think I do a lot of the what's the worst that could happen. Um confronting it, coming up with a plan, um, that kind of logical step. And for me, I don't know about you, but my anxiety typically shows up in the middle of the night. So I'll fall asleep, but then I'll wake up just like heart pounding. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't respond to that email. And again, chill out. It doesn't matter. But sometimes just writing all that stuff down, you know, looking at the worst case scenario. Oh no, I didn't respond to that email within 48 hours this is not a big deal. Like it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So I think looking at the worst that could happen for big or small things. And I think we haven't talked about this yet. Um, but just like assuming the best, um, of the scenario of yourself, but also the people around you, I think in most cases, the people around you want you to succeed. You know, I think we have this paranoia sometimes with imposter syndrome that, you know, people in our lives are just, you know, waiting bated breath for us to fail. And that's not true. For the most part, people want to see you succeed. So I think just assuming the best of yourself, your capabilities, but also the people around you takes a bit of pressure off as well. Um, and I think th these are the ones that I have, you know, in my head. But I think the last one is just trusting yourself. You've always got it done before. You know, and even if you did fail at one point, those are the times that we grow the most. You know, the hardest times in our life, both personally and in our work, they're super uncomfortable, very anxiety producing, sometimes even painful. But those are the times where you really grow. So worst case scenario, you grow, you know, and that's really not so bad. And obviously it's painful. It's uncomfortable. But it's just kind of, it's the name of the game. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, they are great actual tips. And yeah, definitely our listeners can take them away and start implementing. And hopefully, um, because I don't think you can ever eradicate imposter syndrome, can you? Like the feelings, but it's more about managing the 
the sort of feelings you have around it. It's a good sign. You know, like we've been saying, it's if you feel imposter syndrome, it's a good sign, which is so counterintuitive because I think us as humans are always trying to maintain the status quo sort of thing. But, you know, when when you feel that, it just means that, hey, I'm pushing myself go me, you know, I am doing this, I'm trying my best. It's almost kind of something that you should congratulate yourself on and be excited that you have a new opportunity, even if it scares you. Uh, That's just that's just part of it. I was um, at university, one of my lecturers told me to do something every day that scares me. Mm. Um, Now every day is a bit hard because that is a lot. Um, But yeah, it's good to get out your comfort zone and say yes to things like I remember what was always on my list was to speak at Brighton SEO for example um and the opportunity came up and I did it and it was it was amazing like I loved every moment and I want to go back but beforehand like when I when the opportunity came I was like should I shouldn't I and I was thinking of all the reasons why I shouldn't (laughs) uh, (laughs) which you which you do Um, And then I was beating myself up and like nervous because um, when it's the unknown, you you, you just don't know. But then I remember like as soon as I stepped out onto the stage and I started talking and afterwards I was so buzzing and and it's 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 scary. But uh, and also you're going to do things that you don't have a good experience of, aren't you? Um, uh, But that's okay because. I suppose what's better is saying yes and not having regrets that you didn't say yes or you didn't try stuff rather than having regrets that you didn't even try. Yeah, I think Einstein said that where regrets (laughs) you have at the end of your life aren't what you did, but it's what you didn't do. Um, I may not be attributing that right, but I do think that's so true. Regret is the things that we don't do, not what we actually do. Are you sure Einstein didn't quote me? I mean... (laughs) Just, just saying. I may have to uh, fact check that, but I'll get back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I'm very sad to say this, but um, we are at the end of this week's episode. Um, just going to squeeze one last little question in um, to conclude. And can you recommend any resources around the, around this topic that we've spoken about today? Yeah, so... Again, what I love about this podcast is more of the mindset. And I think us in SEO have a tendency to rely on knowledge, but sometimes it's not about knowledge. It's just about our relationships with ourselves. So I think the first resource is just yourself, um, really just feeling imposter syndrome, letting it work through your system. Um, don't fight it. Just let all those, you know, feelings of anxiety and self-doubt just wash over you. Um, but then also learn to trust yourself. I think that's really important. Um, but I think it's unrealistic for us to, you know, assume that we're going to have the uh, inner resources all the time. So I think I have a few trusted people in your life. They're able to send a text or get on the phone with and just say, I feel crazy. I can do this right. And of course, they're going to be like, yeah, of course you can. Are you kidding? You know, like they're going to be that person for you. 
So kind of like a cheerleader. You need to find some cheerleaders. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, Wonderful. Right then. So how can people get in touch with you? Where are you? Where can they carry on the conversation? Yeah. So I'm on Twitter, obviously on SEO Twitter. Um, And I'm more active on Instagram just because that's where my clients hang out. Um, So that's mostly where I am. I know SEO people aren't as much on Instagram, but that's where I hang out for the most part. Uh- <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I'll make sure that they are there are links in the show notes to all the places that you can be found. I would just like to say thank you for tuning in. Can you say tune in for a podcast? I'm going with it. <laughs> thank you for tuning in for another installment of the SEO Mindset Podcast. Um, yes, episodes go out every Thursday. Um, if you subscribe to our podcast, you will get notifications when new episodes are live, so you will never miss a new one. Um, and if you're feeling extra generous, we would very much appreciate a review. Let us know how we're doing. If you would like to reach out to us, maybe you want to put yourself forward as a guest um maybe you want to say hi ask us a question suggest a topic as well anything if you want to contact us about anything there are lots of ways that you can do that um so for the podcast we have a twitter handle which is seo mindset pod we also have a email address which is the seo mindset podcast at gmail.com If you would like to get in touch with me, I, well, you can find me in the Women in Tech SEO community. Um, There is all, I am also on Twitter. My handle is Sarah MCD UK. I was pointed out that um, that also spells out McDuck. So that's a fun way to to remember that one and then Tasmin Sullivan who is the other co-host you can find her by going to her website tasminsullivan.com she is a coach mentor and trainer and yes you can find out all ways that you can get in touch with her right I think that's all the podcast admin before we say goodbye any last wise words about anything? Doesn't have to be about the topic. Anything at all? <laughs> I feel like I got all my wise words out, but I just think this is super cheesy. But just believe in yourself. You've done a bunch before. You can do new things. Love it. Absolutely love it. Right. Let's say goodbye then. Um, thank you very much. And until next time. <laughs>